0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: Nicola Everett. It's Monday the 2nd of March, coming up. Six years after it closed, we find out what could happen to a former Kent airport.
2: We believe that this airport, through training, recruitment and employment can transform the economic prospect of the area.
0: Thousands of children find out which secondary school they'll be going to.
2: Don't panic.
1: Um, you can file an appeal from when you get your notification.
0: And Gillingham's unbeaten run comes to an end.
3: Too many players out there weren't at it and had an off day. And, you know, when you've got six or seven that aren't quite at it, it's difficult today to go and get a result.
0: Kent Online News six years after it closed we've been speaking to the owners of manston airport to find out what could eventually happen to the site they say they want to create a trade route from Thanet to london now that would involve planes carrying cargo to the airport that cargo could then be trucked down to ramsgate port shipped along the coast and up the river thames river oak strategic partners also plan on increasing the number of hangar bays at the airport so more planes can use it which could cost more than 300 million pounds. Tony Freudman is the company's director and says it makes sense to take advantage of a pre-existing site.
2: What we say is here is a runway which is in existence. It's a 2,800-meter runway. It can take big freighters and for a relatively low number of movements, it can produce tonnages or handle tonnages of anything up to five hundred thousand, even seven hundred thousand, which can make a huge impact for the UK on the UK economy. But turning to the local economy can also make a huge impact because airports are very labour-intensive. Airports require a whole range of skills, and we are forecasting that for Manston, we will be hiring two thousand, three thousand, four thousand people. That will make a real difference to prospects locally and have a big impact on the economy to the extent that a key part of our plan is to create a training and education facility on or close to the airport because if we don't produce the skills necessary to provide the resources the the personnel to staff the airport we will have a problem so there is a a sound commercial reason for this and we believe that um, this airport through training, recruitment and employment can transform the the, um, the economic prospects of the area. But underpinning it all is a very, very rigorous analysis of the demand. If there were no demand for freight and for cargo, this wouldn't work. We say that there is a demand, and the final point on this is to say that we will be investing in significant amounts of infrastructure which none of the airport's previous owners ever did. And it's the investment in the infrastructure which will enable us to achieve the levels of traffic and business that we expect. And of course, it's the level of traffic that we expect which will enable our long-term investors to get a return on their long-term investment.
0: And you can hear more from Tony on the KM Community Podcast, also at kentonline.co.uk.
2: Kent
1: Online Reports
0: three bank branches in Kent have been forced to remain closed today because of a climate protest. Barclays in Canterbury, Gillingham and Sittingbourne have been targeted by a Greenpeace activists who say it's because of the bank's multi-billion dollar support of fossil fuels. The protest has shut down nearly 100 branches nationwide. A delivery driver's been slashed with a knife during a robbery in Sittingbourne. He was taken to hospital with serious hand injuries after it happened in Peregrine Drive on Saturday night mobile phone was stolen and three suspects wearing balaclavas made off on bikes. A man's been seriously injured after being hit by a bus in Rochester. We're told he's in his 50s and is being treated in London after it happened on Corporation Street near the casino rooms at about seven last night. Now, thousands of children in Kent are finding out which secondary school they'll be going to in September. More than 21,600 applications were made this year. 94% will get one of their four preferences, while 77% will get their first choice. Richard Long is in charge of education in Kent.
4: The great majority... um of the uh, children have applied to go to secondary school have got one of their preferences and a very large number something like um, 70 75 uh, percent uh, have actually got their first preference um, and I would say to those who didn't get what they want don't panic because this is only the first stage of the process and there are several other stages between now and September when um, Some people give up the places they've been offered and places that were not available become available and so we'll find that a larger number of people have got either what they want or something they're happy with um, by September.
0: And how important is it for parents and children that that they're going to a school that they're comfortable in and that they've chosen themselves?
4: In a system in which we um, let people make uh, exercise preference Um, The good news, of course, is that that means lots more people go to a school that they're happy with than would be in a system in which we simply allocated uh, a school, the nearest school. Uh, And, of course, it it does allow a bit of competition between schools. Um, Schools uh, can't just plod on, um, expecting to get every child who lives within five miles. Uh, They have to try. Um, So I think the experience for most children and families um, is that they are happier uh, with this system than a system in which uh, they were allocated schools.
0: And there's been a big increase in the number of pupils applying for secondary schools, I suppose with growing population that's kind of expected, um, but this is the largest cohort ever, is that right?
4: Uh, that is that is right, yes, the numbers go up every year uh, because there are more families and children living in Kent this year than last year, and more last year than the previous year and so on. Um, So, yeah, it is the largest number, but I can tell you that we have a uh, process. um, It's called the Kent Commissioning Plan, uh, and we look at every part of Kent, uh, every school. um, We look at the housing numbers. uh, We look at the likely birth rates. We look at children going into primary schools, uh, and we plan uh, for the places that are going to be needed next year, year after, five years from now. Um, and every year that plan is revised. Uh, And so um, we, we take our statutory duty very seriously. We have a duty to make sure that there is a place Um, for
1: every child in Kent at secondary school.
0: Graham Jones is an education law expert at Whitehead Moncton Solicitors and has this advice.
1: Don't panic. Um, You can file an appeal from when you get your notification, so that's the 2nd of March, and you should put in your appeal by the 27th of March. You should then have your appeal heard within 40 days of the 27th of March which will be well before uh, the new school year starts. Um, The the appeal form is online, you complete it, you send it off. Now the one thing to check is the school that you're appealing for um, because if you look online it will say whether they have their own appeal form or whether you use the form that's available on the KCC website. But you complete that, you send it off, You'll be notified of when your appeal will be heard. There'll be a panel that will hear the appeal. It lasts about half an hour. The appeals take place 9.30 to 4.30 Monday to Friday. Um, You should be sent before the appeal date, the response from the school to your appeal. Um, you are entitled to put in your own statement. You need to take copies along for the panel. There's normally three on the panel. Uh, what you need to explain is why you think uh, your child should be offered a place at that school.
0: Kent Online reports. More police officers in Kent are set to be armed with tasers. The Home Secretary has approved funding to pay for 150 of them. Kent's Chief Constable is aiming to supply every frontline officer if they want one and have passed training. Travel Lodge has revealed it's aiming to hire 4,000 housekeepers this year and is hoping to attract parents wanting to return to work. The company says it'll offer flexible hours designed to fit around the school run. They have 150 jobs available immediately, including 18 here in the southeast. The demolition of a former leisure centre in Dover is set to get underway this week. Work to knock down the facility in Townwall Street is expected to be completed in May, though it's not sure yet what will happen. To the site, it does mean the local car park will be closed. And more than 100,000 people have now been to see the Museum of the Moon exhibition at Rochester Cathedral. It'll close on Wednesday.
1: Kent Online Sports.
0: Football and Gillingham's unbeaten run in League One has come to an end after a defeat at home to AFC Wimbledon. A late winner saw the Jules beaten 2-1 at Priestfield, their first loss in 16 league games. Assistant boss Paul Rayner spoke to us after the match.
3: Probably got all we deserved really, if we're absolutely honest. Um, don't think we were at it all day really. We huffed and puffed. Um, Wimbledon did a good job on us we were frustrated, they frustrated us, they killed the game and you know, made it difficult for us to get going. But uh, And that's what it felt like. We never really got going. As I say, we huffed and puffed. We got Jordan Brown the ball a few times. Brandon, when Brandon got it, faced people up, you know, caused them a few problems. But uh, on the whole, I think uh, we probably, I wouldn't say deserved to, to lose, but, uh, you know, we, we probably weren't at it today, so we have to take that one on the chin and, and go again. Yeah, they tried to frustrate it. They tried to stop us playing our game, and, and they did it. So, you know, sometimes you have to, you have to give them credit for how they, how they set up and, and what they tried to do. And, and they did it well. But, uh, you know, it, it wasn't about what they did. It was more about what we should have done today. And as I say, uh, you know, the guys have had lots of pats on the back in recent weeks and uh, lots of praise. Uh, but, uh, you yeah, know, there was a few home truths today. We weren't quite at it. And uh, too many played people, too many players out there weren't at it today, and uh, and had an off day. And you know when you've got six or seven that are quite at it, it's difficult today to go and get a result. Yeah, I think we had uh, we had enough chances to clear the second goal. Uh, we'd have to look back at it. It's hard. It was, there was lots of ricochets, and we, we felt as maybe a couple of chances to clear. Uh, Jack makes a good save, but uh, but as I say, it was the sucker punch, wasn't it? We were we were down to ten men. It was uh, do we stick? Do we twist? Do we go for the win? You know, three points would have been would have been fantastic for us. So it was a difficult one. We we stuck with the with the three at the back and tried to go and win the game. And you know, we, 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 you know the downside is we go and concede that 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 second goal and, uh, and we, we fall to a defeat. But uh, as I say, we were brave in terms of trying to keep the shape, trying to. That go for the win and uh, it wasn't to be, unfortunately.
0: The result means the Jules are now 11th in the table. And in ice hockey, it wasn't a good weekend for Kent's Invicta Dynamos, who conceded 16 goals in their two games. It finished 11-3 to Solent Devils on Saturday before they were beaten 5-1 by Streatham at the ice rink in Gillingham last night. It means they've now gone six games without a win. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day and overnight, you can head to kentonline.co.uk.
1: News you can try. This is the Kent Online Podcast.